When it comes to listing your home for sale, everyone and their mom has advice. Oh, honey, who's going to want to buy this place on a cul-de-sac? It's literally a dead end. But for professional advice, a REMAX agent actually knows best. Let's start with a neighborhood analysis. I've been seeing lots of buyers looking to move here. REMAX is the most trusted name in real estate. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Based on 2022 BrandSpark American Trust Study. Each office independently owned and operated. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It's getting hot outside, so what automatically gets caught in my head? Despacito, quiero esperar tu cuero despacito. Deje que te digas cosas al oído para que te cueres si no estás conmigo. Despacito, quiero desnudarte a pesos despacito. Firmo en las paredes de los laberintos y hazte tu cuerpo todo en manuscrito. Sube, sube, sube. <laughs> I um, am going full Gangster's Paradise over here. That's a weird that, version of Gangster's Paradise. It uh, <laughs> no, it's what I did with Gangster's Paradise where I listened to it over and over and over again so I can try and learn the words. Yes, I can look it up, but I feel like it goes... It like it like itches a it itches a scratch that I had from the days of yore of listening to a song over and over again to try and learn it. But um, turns out it makes you go mad when you listen to it over and over again. And uh, God, how often we did that. How many times did I would just go back on the cassette tape and play it again, which is what, again, I did with Gangster's Paradise, which is why I said I Gangster's Paradise did. Very nice. I am impressed with your Espanol. Thank you. Yeah. Thank it was, I, I wasn't you. as impressed with the sort of melody, just sort of seemed to like... What do you mean? Puke all the Spanish words <laughs> out in a kind of a way that sounds sort of like Despacito, but... Yeah, uh, I think it works. It doesn't matter because the Spanish was there. Thank and you're you. living Spanish... Despacito realness. Realness right now. <laughs> we're we're watching Twitch Live. Drag Race. <laughs> we are watching a lot of RuPaul's Drag Race right now. Yep. Lexi is thrilled. I'm so jealous of your guys' uh, RuPaul's Drag Race um, experience because, you, uh, Holden, at least, you're experiencing it anew. It's your first time, right? Yeah, I, I always say it's that show that, like, you know how you try to have, like, his... got away. He try yeah, to have, Barry. like, the he show and the she show sometimes, right? Or the... Like the, the he dogs and the she dogs? And the she dogs. <laughs> <laughs> exactly like that. You And I have my he dog shows, right? I watch my animes when the lady's not around and uh, yeah. all that good stuff. And, you know, um, God, what was that terrible show on Hulu called, like, Everybody Loves Each Other or whatever? It might as well be called Live, Laugh, Love. That's probably God, I hated that show. She loved that show. Um, <laughs> now I'm so curious that, as to what show yeah, that was. I will watch that show. It's like and I will everybody love it. loves everyone. I forget what it is. I'll I, try to look I it like up. That. I, I like that. I like what you're saying. <laughs> no, it's a bunch of people crying and being, 
You know, I actually oh, never mind. The more I us? talk about it, yes, I think it's <laughs> this is us. Oh yeah, yes, they're always us. crying on that show. And I was so happy for her to enjoy so this is us and put great. the headphones on. Another one because I just cannot handle that much sexual assault in a TV show. You know, Handmaid's, Handmaid's Tale. That's Tale. that's yeah. Lexi's show. No, no, thank you. I can't do it. it hurts my chest. But RuPaul's Drag Race. Uh, you know, really always became that show that I would be doing like, I'd be like playing video games at the computer and slowly my head would turn to the TV and my chair would drift over to the couch. And, you know, it was always that show that I was like, I would actually probably just watch this, but it's her show, right? So in doing the uh, research for this, man, I just fell in so hard. As you see, MJ, the I constructed this bookshelf behind me for the nursery, you can see this studio, uh, sadly, be, be, uh, being ripped from me and <laughs> turning into a, way, a in nursery. One week, your little room went from being like, oh, this is just like my interim <laughs> office into baby. Yes. That is for a you baby. You see all it this, not the, the dresser. The, yeah, yeah. I can't wait to get hammered in that room with you uh, later on this week. I know. Right? <laughs> Don't spill like right there. You see, you got the uh -oh. diaper cake right here. Um, but anyways, uh I put that fit bad boy together, just slamming through season uh, six, I believe. I I thought I was only going to be able to get through season six in preparation for the show. I've now watched all of season six. Last night, we finished All-Stars 2. Oh. I may start a new one before Thursday. We'll see. I, I cannot get enough of it, and I just love it. It's so great because Lexi's like, yeah, you want to just watch Drag Race all night? Fuck yeah, like my show. I mean, come on, it'd be the best. It's like her coming in and be like, you know what show I'm now just wanting to binge? Hunter Hunter, the anime. I just started watching Cowboy Bebop, <laughs> so, so we can good. talk about this soon. That's you know, so good. I am opening up my world. Sometimes you have to, but I do think that it is the the one for you, one for me. Yeah. It really has changed my life. Yes. Like watching lots of things that I'm like, man, I never would have said yes to watching this. And I do like it. Also, Jackie, do you know what else the person who made Cowboy Bebop made? What? A little anime called Carol and Tuesday. Oh, You're the no! loneliest girl. Oh, the loneliest girl. Yeah, it's the same person. So it, you'll see some of that DNA MJ, in there with the I think I randomly, music. whenever I get too stoned and I'm listening to the loneliest girl, I feel like I texted to you. And um, <laughs> there, it is just just this, it's a very sad song. The loneliest and, and girl. I love sad songs. It's so She's always good. crying and it makes me sad, but you know what the opposite of that feeling is? And that is happily disgust. And yes, I'm referring to the feeling I had after watching the trailer for Sexy Beasts. The new Netflix, the new Netflix know, show. Man. This show is made for us to talk about. It's <laughs> yes, made for it's us. made for us to talk about. I don't know. I don't know. I have my I have feelings about this show. I just hope it's not it's not like I told you y'all before this. It's not like um I felt like Foxy dancing kind of felt like it's just okay, it is mad. Ooh, it is literally Foxy like furries dancing. or isn't it called Foxy dancing? I think what it's was called, it called like singles alone and they dance for love. <laughs> yeah, that's it was a, something like what that. are you talking about? It was the show where the two people wouldn't meet until they danced together and they danced for the first together time. And they learned they, they did a choreographed uh, see, dance. You don't understand, Holden. You're saying this like it's a bad thing. I loved that damn show. And you said it like, oh, yeah, you that watched great. what? Yeah. I loved it, but after two episodes, I was like, I get what this is and I'm good. Like, yeah, I don't need to watch anymore. Flirty of this. dancing. Flirty, flirty dancing. dancing. Flirty dancing. Yeah, yeah. It's so I love a show where 
where you're just like, this is the description and the name. Yes. <laughs> and you know what? Sexy beasts. They flirty dance. Oh, my oh. God. Okay, flirty dancing, sure. Is sexy beasts like flirty dancing? Maybe. Maybe. But what else is it like? Mr. Personality, 2003. <laughs> yes, it's more like that. MJ, I'm finally sorry. we come full circle. Finally. For anybody who maybe missed that episode or several episodes in which you forced us to endure descriptions of the show. I'm obsessed with it. I I feel like I'm the only person who talks about Mr. Personality and everyone's on Twitter talking about sexy beasts. Wow, what a premise. I'm sorry, this premise has been done. Has it been done with the funny, creepy animal faces? No, but it has been done. Oh, what if you have to date somebody and you can't see their face? Mr. Personality. What if they look like Stonehenge instead of like you know, animals. That's the premise of Mr. Personality. Right. Again, hosted by Monica Lewinsky. Never forget. Right. Never, never. That's that's <laughs> that's page seven's never forget. And I, what's <laughs> insane about <laughs> Mr. Personality, why I will say, and I'll die on this hill, it's better than Sexy Beast because at the end of the day, Sexy Beast is filled with hot people. Uh-huh. It is not that when they take off the mask, everyone goes, oh my God, what happened to them? Like, I feel like I hear the Wilhelm Elm scream when they take it off. No, they're very, very hot people. They're all attractive. You just don't know what kind of hot they are. Right. Whereas Mr. Personality, they all had to be like schlubs. Yeah, be a little schlubs. Oh, really? Yeah, they were like normal. They I think normal. that was like, they were just like, n- not reality show hot, you know, but yeah. like, but also, I don't know, maybe this is especially shallow, but I feel like with Mr. Personality and Sexy Beasts both, it's like, okay, you're like in person with them. You see their whole gist. Yeah. It, you, you see, like, there's, I feel like you can get, obviously somebody's face matters, but you can get a lot by like going on a date with somebody, be, seeing, touching their body. Like, you can feel chemistry. Like, it actually isn't as novel as... Uh, you know, for example, the circle or whatever, when you actually have no idea who you're talking to, like talking to somebody with an animal mask on, it's pretty close to talking with somebody without an animal mask on. Oh yeah. my God. Also right now, and if you have a chance and if you're by a computer, look up <laughs> Flirty Dancing and there is this one, Ryan and Gary, G-A-R-R-Y, and you see them see each other. See, this is what I'm fucking talking about. Now, this is reality television. You watch them see each other for the first time and both of their faces light up and then they do a dance <laughs> through a terrarium of sorts. This is it's what fine. I want to see. It just, it's, it's a, I'm just saying and why I connected it to this. It seems like it might be a bit of a, 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 it's like a fun thing to see a trailer of and talk about on page seven. But I wonder that the premise is, might be a slightly flimsy after a, a couple episodes you might be kind of like that's why what was so great about what's so great about uh Meredith for sight what's so great about 90 day and even like a love is blind uh and, and even kind of a two handle they go through phases right yes like you go through all these different phases in the show and it takes you through a whole season. Right. I think these will be more like episode for episode. Like, will they want to, f- who are they going to choose at the end, right? Although it is kind of fun to watch them in the beautiful, and I will say, whoever's doing the 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 design of these, they are very weird and very creepy. And it is kind of fun to watch them kiss yeah. yes. with these Faces on. Agree. Agree. The, and I'm going to watch every fantastic. episode. Yeah, the premise is solid premise. Let's see what the execution is. And I'll tell you what, the execution of those masks and the stage makeup 
killer. Great. Whoever did that, it's like unbelievable. Wow. Uh, and it is really work. funny because like there's definitely one that's like dressed like the scarecrow from the Wizard yeah. of Oz. And he's just deadpanning it. Yeah. Like it's great to see these people having like the stupid high stakes reality show conversations of like, well, how am I gonna know? Like, but you're just dressed like the scarecrow. It's like absolutely fantastic. And that and that is what brings us back to drag race. Yes. One of my favorite things about drag race is people dress incredibly ridiculously, having very serious conversations. Yes, that's about- the about, you know, who's going to get eliminated. Yeah, yeah. It's the funniest. They're just so insane looking, especially when they do like a horror thing or uh-huh. something. You're just like, you're just like half your face is like bloody and you're like seriously trying to, and I'm just watching the a reunion episode for All Stars 2 and yeah, like Katya's just, her whole half of his face is just like shredded <laughs> and yet he has to have these like serious look backs on <laughs> the season. It's so funny. It also just taps in slightly to Jackie's like wolf sexy thing. Yes. What's your, who's your sexy wolf? Bee it's like stars. a little slightly furry. Bee stars. It's a little bee stars. Bee stars, which is kind of season two coming around the bin for that. I mean, is this actually, you know, is this the year of the furry? Is that where we're at right now? I, I you we're know, I ideas. don't feel it in my everyday <laughs> life, but in the in my anime life, I think I have it. Yeah. I love that you tried to get your own niece to watch that show and she was like, ew. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, it's a little weird, Aunt Jackie. I was like, yeah, but it's sexual tension. I don't understand. <laughs> I love you that. don't want to watch was, that? You alienated her, your super like nerdy anime fan niece. Well, she is- watches all those, all, you know, the My Hero Academia. She watches the one with the, I don't know, there's a strawberry person in it. I, <laughs> I, I, I I try to watch them, and then I tried to share. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm trying to share and connect, and Beastars is too weird for a 15-year-old? <laughs> Fine. But July 15th, though, season two, Beastars. I'm very excited about it. Also, today uh, starts too hot to handle. It's today? It is. Uh, we were talking about this on Talking TV. Fuck yes. What? It, 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 we are, yes. We're back, guys. Summer, really? Real summer it's real. for introverts. I'm looking at. And by that, I mean... All of the reality television we can watch. Oh Ugh. my god, I didn't know. Oh yeah, dude, mommy. I really hope they. Fu- I I I believe in this show. I love this show. I don't want to. I I feel like I was already too negative about the other show. So I'm going to be positive. I really hope they move forward with with. I hope they heard my critiques. I guess I'll just say this. I want the. I hope the wristwatches come back, and I want them to make people need to make out with each other that wouldn't normally make out with each other but because they're so frustrated and they get the green light for no reason. They're I don't so want them to earn the green light. I want chaos. Kiss. That's what it is. Come on, Tuatano. Bring me more chaos, bro. More chaos. Oh, my God. I'm already seeing some some trailer footage here. I just see the headline. Netflix Too Hot to Handle remains TV's horniest and most confounding <laughs> reality show. What does it mean? I'm so excited. This is I love great it. news because we just finished The Circle Season 1 and we're watching Pose, which is an awesome, great, like actually good, high quality show, Pose Season 3. But I don't know what's up next. And I was going to come to you guys and ask what I should watch next. And Gideon does not really like reality shows. But You're welcome. once we get into it, he usually will find himself loving it. I'll and also so- say, MJ, I think you might really be interested. I haven't seen it yet, so I can't vouch for it. But there's a whole season of Netflix docu miniseries on called This Is Pop. 
And it's just really? takes, yeah. And like the first one's like all about bo- how boys to men affected pop music. Ooh. There's an episode on auto tune. Really? There's an episode on country going pop with like Lil Nas X and everything. I'm, I like just based on what I'm seeing, I'm like, I'm already in. I really can't wait to watch this. Um, I'm also trying to find, um, Holden told me about this great reality show that's coming out um, over on Talking TV, which you should totally check out because Holden and I scream at each other about television. Um, F Boy Island. I'm so excited for this. I I forgot where you were. It's called F Boy Island. Hosted by Nikki Glaser. Really? Yeah. Hey. Yeah. It's hosted by Nikki Glaser. It's going to be on HBO Max this summer. And literally the premise is they got a group of uh, self-proclaimed nice guys and a group of self-proclaimed fuck boys. (laughs) And the contestant, the lady, doesn't know which one is which. And they choose between the guys. And then it's revealed to them whether or not whether they are a nice guy or a fuck boy at the end. Oh my God, this is such a good idea. This right. Okay, but this is a problem. Now I'm totally going to be flubbing the one for you, one for me TV rule because right. we are watching Loki, which is for him, but I'm just going to be like, okay, sorry, The Circle. Also, sorry to out the handle season two. Also, sorry, fuck boy island. Like, it's just going to be my turn, my turn, Yeah, my yeah. Turn. Well, you just tell him, be like, Loki, more like Sloki. Can we watch this fucking show about people trying to get their nut off of the <laughs> Come on. I want to know, and man, I mean, what even is what? Do you, what would you, I? I at one point, I, I I thought of myself to be a nice guy, and I would definitely say I'm closer to f boy territory at this point in my Are life. Are you I, a you fuck know. boy? You have well, you no, have no, no. I was from a, nice guy to fuck boy. I was a, I was a self proclaimed nice guy in high school. I very quickly, as soon as I got at all popular in college, sophomore year, immediately became a fuck boy. It's a, I think that's a very popular nice guy path. <laughs> Nice guys get their confidence in college or whatever, adulthood, and then they become fuckboys. And then fuckboy kind of through the 20s a little bit there, uh, except for one long-term relationship, and then... Uh, you know, now I'm he- I, now I'm here. Family man, Dad. <laughs> isn't that always man. the trajectory? <laughs> family boy, You're just like Nick Cage. Yep, nice guy from nice guy to fuck boy to family man is is the natural <laughs> the progression Holden of McNeely most dudes. Story. Yes. Uh, wow, he's really open. I can't wait to see what I can't wait. I hope that F Boy Island is everything I. I hope it's to so good, as bad as I need it to be. At least it's like HBO, so hopefully they'll just be so trashy with it. Um, I really like Nikki Glaser a lot. I love the stuff she does. I love her on podcasts and stuff. So, and she's like so into this kind of reality show too. So it's a really good fit. Yeah, and yeah. I am. I'm excited. I'm excited about lots of things right now, and be including this picture that we must talk about. I don't. I love you both, and I don't think either one of you want to talk about this, but we're going to talk about it because we have to talk about Nightcrawler eating out Storm's pussy. I mean, <laughs> if we don't, I will I will explode. I, I'll bet Holden wants to talk about it. I thought it was going to be like more insinuated. It is very graphic. It's, I yeah. just immediately you see Storm's tits and Nightcrawler's penis is a dangling dongle there in the uh, second picture as he He's just slamming away at her <laughs> vagina with his mouth. And uh, yeah. So we, last week, remember what we talked about? And I know that the internet was aflame with the fact that Batman wouldn't, eat, they took out a scene from the Harley Quinn show because Batman was going to eat out Catwoman. And the response from that was, why'd you take out the, why'd you take it out? Because superheroes don't do that, was the quote. And so what, this is just so delightful that the son of, 
comic book legend Dave Cockrum. Now, Dave Cockrum created both Nightcrawler and Storm. Long story short, Storm is my favorite, mostly because I'm obsessed with weather and because she is an African goddess who can control the weather, and I think that's fucking sick as shit. Mm -hmm. And Nightcrawler I was always sexually attracted to, but more because of Alan Cumming in the movie. Agreed. And that was a little, welcome, welcome. That was way more from, you know, musical days <laughs> and um thinking about so essentially dave cockrum drew this scene between the characters who i i'm assuming have a relationship at some point um obviously i don't know that much i just had lots of posters of storm in my room because i wanted and i would like put on long white wigs pretending to be her and um so dave cockrum had it in a sketchbook that his son found so his son came out, Ivan Cockrum, and posted them on Twitter of actual sketches from the person that created the characters of Nightcrawler. Man, go into town on Storm's I'm going to assume perfect pussy. <laughs> and I want to watch that tape so weirdly and so bad. This is it's the this is the original I'd watch that tape, but it's a drawing, it's a drawing. from it's a decades drawing. ago. Here's the other thing. Could you imagine finding your dad's wonderful. picture of this sort of thing? You think it's wonderful? I don't know. I'd oh, be I kind think of it's sick as, I think mortified. Sick. I think the tweet is so cute. And yeah. he tweeted, he said, never did I imagine there being a right time to share this, but if there ever was, this is it. I love These that. These are from the final sketchbook of my dad, Dave Cockrum, creator of Nightcrawler and Storm. If anyone was wondering, does Nightcrawler eat pussy? The answer is yes. <laughs> Hashtag Batman goes down. And then he tweeted the pictures. And right, I guess, I mean, of course it's your dad, so it'd be weird, but I guess if your dad is like a comic book legend and you found this, you would just be like, holy shit! You know? <laughs> and then you'd be like, should I share this? Should I not? And then there's a whole week of people Voila. talking about comic book superheroes eating pussy, and you're like, well, I have to share this, you know? Like, yeah. I think it's so funny. How do you not share it? It's just such an amazing, per like, it's just, you know, it's one of those times you're like, man, I imagine, I just feel like it's like a bless up. Thanks, Dad. Thanks for giving me one of the, like, that, that is so fun. What a fun way to enter the conversation. And again, my God, I would watch the tape. I would. I know that it's cartoons, but you know how I feel about B-Stars. I don't know what this is called. I don't know what label I need to put on myself. But I guess I'm into I think I'm just like holding you're, reading your mangas. You're a furry, I think. Am I a Have furry? Have you ever tried dressing up and, uh, you know, getting into it that way? I don't think you're a furry way. if you want to watch hot superhero bone. <laughs> oh, I think okay, that most true. people want to watch hot also, superhero Also, that wolf B -Stars. is really sexy and you know it. The, what yeah, is it? The B-Stars thing might make you a furry. Holden's right about that. Because it's like Twilight as well. I, I don't know what we're dealing in here. You're like into fantastical sex. I never knew. You know what? It's kind of <laughs> nice to, to grow and change. Also, join us every Tuesday night to talk about sex <laughs> over on my Twitch channel. Oh, no, it's Jackie, um, where we talk about the, then we, we'll get into it. Maybe I need to start bringing this in because we need to talk about these things. I don't necessarily need a label, but you know what? Who knew? Yeah. I had no idea. It lives in here. <laughs> it's a human-shaped person who may or may not be an animal or a mythical being having human-like sex. Like an anthropomorphic, um, you know, 
I guess I guess wolves are my thing. Mm. I had no idea. <laughs> well, now I hate Jacob. You don't understand this, Holden. <laughs> I hate him. I hate Jacob. Yeah, but you only you can only hate something you once loved. Oh my okay? god! I so it doesn't matter. <laughs> I was in love with the werewolf for so long, and now I hate him. <laughs> That's fine. Now you crawl around in the night. Man, poor Jeff. Mm-hmm. Jeff just listens. He's so patient. He's very, he's a very good person. Um, and uh, I'll, I, I can't be silenced. I won't be censored. Disney Plus and Hulu are better together in the Disney bundle with new movies and series. On Disney Plus, experience the full Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with new main show performances and acoustic collection. On Hulu, follow the fantastical evolution of Bella Baxter, played by Emma Stone in the award-winning film Poor Things. All of these and more streaming this month. Get the Disney Bundle with Disney Plus and Hulu. Terms apply. See DisneyBundle.com for details. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. If he put, like, some ears on or something, I mean, would that be fun? If he, like... Put some claw hands on, hairy claw think, hands. Honestly, I think it's because I'm watching Sweet Tooth right now. I don't think I can handle it. Ah. That's the opposite. Yeah. Sweet Tooth is oh what God, you're, I was trying to tell Gideon about how you're watching, um, you know, nerd girl shows. And he was like, well, just because you watch comic shows doesn't make you a nerd girl. I was like, no, but Jackie doesn't just watch the show. <laughs> yeah, she yeah. then says, she lives nerd it. girl alert <laughs> every time she watches that. Yeah, that's I'm more the nerd girl nerd thing. Girl but you know. Now. And it seeps into her real life. That's the true nerd situation, right? It, it seeps in somehow. It starts to take over. You know what I mean? No, I'm just, I'm for show. Uh, <laughs> I'm so cool. You can be a cool nerd girl. I'm learning these things. I just really, it's never that I was against being a nerd girl, but I think that it was always the kind of thing that, um, when I'm like, oh, I guess I'm a little nerdy. And people are like, but you're not. You're not nerdy enough. Yeah. And I think that's why I call nerd girl because it's like, you're right. I don't know anything about any of it. I am barely, like I'm dipping my the tips of my toes into it. Yeah, nothing like made me, I always talk about nothing made me m- more mad than like the per, the like, Came had a great life so far, perfect. I'm sure they're not actually perfect behind the scenes. I'm sure there's a lot of stuff going on, but seemingly perfect hot girl being like, I'm such a dork because they like like South Park. You know what I mean? Or something. Yes. And you're just like, that is so... And I was like, I got beat up for liking the stuff. I like, you know what I mean? Like, you're, you, I don't know. It's fine. Embodied by Miranda in the circle season one when she meets Joey and she's like, no, no, no. Everyone just thinks I'm so hot, but I'm actually like so clumsy. <laughs> and obviously Miranda also has a lot of trauma that she needs to work through. And like, <laughs> I think so Miranda had a very hard shit. life, but there is definitely that thing where it's like, no, no, no. I'm such a nerd. I'm such a dork. Cause I trip sometimes. And it's like a way to disarm <laughs> yourself the as, a hot, as a hot girl. Yes. Yeah. It is the J law effect. You're right. I'm like, I had to hide what my true passions from the world <laughs> out of pure fear that they would attack me yeah, for beat it. The shit out of you. For <laughs> Did you have to do that? Oh no. You always got asked to the dance. Every no, time no one, one came around me to the dance. I had to do all the asking. Oh, Oh, don't even, don't even get me started. 
my and first homecoming dance. And then they left me on the dance floor, and they kissed someone else in the bathroom. Maybe this will hit home for some listeners out there. Hopefully, hopefully more than most. That look of disappointment when I would ask a girl to a dance, and them realizing that they a were kind of obligated to say yes because it would be rude, even though the first girl I asked to the very first homecoming dance in freshman year said no. Damn, good for her. Yeah, and then later in the day, came back and said yes, and I should have actually been like, um, fuck that. No, I've moved on. But I did take her, but I did take her to the dance. That look, I just bottle it up. Ooh, the pain. And you saw it because they were like, fuck, because you knew they wanted one of five other people to ask them probably first. Literally anyone else but you. <laughs> the crestfallen look, especially like senior prom even. The crestfallen look of the girl I asked to the, to the dance. I'll always... Remember. <laughs> Are you thinking about it? Can you see your face right now? Yes. They were like, and it's just like, yeah, okay. Because they couldn't say no, because if they said no, it'd get around and, you know what I mean? That was the thing about freshman year too. I was the one who was like, all right, I'm going to like man up here and be the first of my friends, the first of like most people in the school to ask someone to the dance. I'm going to like show everybody it's not that scary and just like get it done and be done with it and not have to think about it anymore. And then I got a no. So I agree that you are the primary victim here, Holden, but I also think there's an interesting (laughs) instructive thing going on here around how girls are socialized to be like, I have to say yes, yeah. even though I don't, I don't like, good this. Point. like you. That's yes. a really good point. You know, well, it wasn't even like, but it was more like I really wished, like I really wanted, like Ryan to ask me. Yeah, right? but right. this fucking goob is that. It's not like they were afraid. You know, it's, it's not, not like they were afraid that you're gonna... afraid of me, but said yes. No, they were more but, like, ugh. But I, right. I do think that you're kind of. You, I think girls are kind of socialized to be like, I have to be nice. Yeah, and I, and I can't. Ju- I and you're certainly not socialized to go ask Ryan yourself. Yeah. So you just kind of have to wait, you know. And so then it's I like- think it's also that, and, and the reason for the no and the look of disappointment, they're also because of all those movies that came out back then and whatever comes out now. They're socialized to think that like a homecoming dance freshman year means anything, and exactly. that who you go with matters at all. Yeah, it's because of and Dawson's because Creek. Of that, I solely yeah. blame Dawson's Creek because of it. Like, <laughs> Yo, please, I'm sure I never watched that show, but they all did. I know that that the. the Sad women I asked to the dance. <laughs> I mean, but I, on the other hand, as someone that was asking, um, that was asking people to dances, the look on their face of shock of a uh, of a woman at that time asking them to do it, and just the look of also that kind of disgust as well. Oh. Which man, that shame. Even oh, worse though. Shame. And I was just so good, though, even then, of being like, like pretending like it didn't matter. Yeah. And I, I can't do that now. And that is one thing that has changed. At the time, I'm like, all good. I'm fine with it. And then, like, would run away and then um, go smoke cigarettes and cry. Well, don't worry. <laughs> it, it came back around to us uh, during the Sadie Hawkins, right? Because we did. I did not get, uh, I believe, an ask. Um, <laughs> for that one either. It's ridiculous that they set up a whole dance of like, <laughs> this dance is like a dance, but backwards and weird. Backwards because and weird and dumb. has to ask a boy The girl asks the boy. Are you going to be in your khaki pants? I love those engagement videos that are like a queer couple and they both unknowingly plan to propose to each other at like the same event on the same day and you just see it go down and it's so perfect and you're just like, oh man, this is great. You know what I mean? Yeah. Share it. Share the love. But also, 
why I don't live for the moments where the guy like cornered the girl at the. This is like me asking the girl to dance right at the like basketball game. Those are my favorite. In the middle of everybody, and then she like runs away. And then she away. has to run the entire length of the basketball court <laughs> away. And I'm sorry, but he, if you do that, then you deserve to have to watch her no, run yeah. the entire screaming length the of the basketball like, court. Yeah. <laughs> Like it's just how can you not? I, you know, you know what, MJ? I think I agree with you so hard on that. I used to have the policy of like, why not just say yes in the moment to like avoid the embarrassment, and then afterwards be like, fuck no, you you cornered me in front of everybody. I'm not marrying you. That was just for show. Um, uh, but at the same time, the guy does need to learn, huh? And I say this as somebody who I, I publicly proposed. Like they are, don't publicly propose. <laughs> I did it because we already knew we were going to yeah. get married, and so I just did it yeah. because it you felt... You did such a great job, I think though. publicly proposing is not horrible if you plan it and the other person is very well aware it's going to go down. you know they're going to say yes If you well. know the other person is going to say yes yeah. and you know that they like aren't humiliated by being in public, yeah. then I think it's fine. But if you don't know that, you're taking a big old gamble to do it in the middle of a basketball court. That's a long court. I mean, it just should never happen. And honestly, it's so manipulative, right? right. Yeah. It's like, well, I know deep so down coercive. she doesn't want to marry me right. and that I'm like kind of cornering her on this so I'm just gonna like force it, it yeah. in yeah. this sh- shitty way it's exactly. so manipulative and terrible but it still fucking kills me to watch oh where the guys he's the guy too it's so demeaning because the guy's down on his knee you know what I mean he's oh, like yeah, it's already like set up to just be so embarrassing <laughs> like there's no because then you have to slowly stand up oh brutal you know what's also set up to be embarrassing and weird Maybe it's Hollywood's makeout parties thrown by Carrie Fisher. I feel like this actually does come in at a really great time of thinking about the fact that apparently Carrie Fisher used to throw makeout parties and invite other celebrities and you would pick. Now, everyone seems consenting. You pick their names out. You pick a name out of a hat and you go make out with somebody. But at this party that I'm referring to, Sarah Paulson's there. Matthew Perry's there. But also Shirley MacLaine and Queen Latifah are there. (laughs) I want to see the guest list of these makeout parties that Carrie Fisher used to throw. Because apparently Matthew Perry rejected Sarah Paulson at one of the makeout parties. This is such a tough story because I want to root for everything Carrie Fisher does. But I think that this... It's just so weird. I mean, I'm definitely weirdly into a makeup. I mean, I'm down with it for a makeup party. Yeah, Carrie Fisher. Yeah, this is like the least of the egregious stuff that Carrie Fisher did in like the throes of her addiction. You know what I mean? She definitely was a wild, wild child. Yeah. This seems so. I think what's grosser about this is it seems like something that would happen going again going back to high school. Yeah, feels like something that would happen in high school, maybe college. Yeah, and so therefore that's the weird part of it. Like you're all grown adults in this. That's right. People in their thirties aren't meant to like be like oh I guess I'm gonna kiss you now I yeah. mean if you like doing that that's great I just feel like people in their 30s are just too have an or yeah tired. it's fu- uh, that's a fuck party guys yeah. yeah you need to have a full-on straight up everyone is oiled up and we are straight up doing dps right and Even, we're doing you know spreading me. stds yes. that's that's 30s that's your that's 30s yeah <laughs> it just made me think of when I was invited to a lingerie party when my senior year and I, like now, always been a big, big girl. And I never wanted to do something like that. And I was scared. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. And I went out and I got like a lingerie thing that like kind of hit me at a JCPenney. And I showed up in a jacket, even though it's Florida and it was hot. 
and they had decided not to have a lingerie party. No. And I was there covered in a jacket with lingerie underneath and no one had lingerie on. Oh my God. And I wanted to be dead. I was ready to be dead and people kept being like, why do you have a coat on? I'm like, oh, I'm just cold. Uh, it's Florida, bitch. You that's your origin cold. story if you become a super villain. I'm having so many flashbacks Ooh. you're giving me. Remember Ooh. every single time it was like pajama day at school and you're on the way there and like the first kid you see is just wearing normal clothes and you're in your pajamas. It always happens, right? Yes. You never see another kid in pajamas. No. The first kid you see every time you get to campus, they weren't wearing pajamas. Weren't you're like, did pajamas. I get the wrong day? Am I literally about to have the most humiliating day of high school I've ever experienced in my life? And then you see like one kid in pajamas. You're like, oh, thank God. Thank God. All right. There's one thank person God. wearing pajamas. You're like dressed like a pirate. You know what I mean? You're. It's like... And you're just like, please tell me that booty day was not, you know, Thursday oh my instead God. of Wednesday. I love booty day, but everyone just like pads their ass yeah. and <laughs> show up in a full pirate regalia. <laughs> oh, I'm Captain Ass. Uh, like that's not I even just, inventive. Yeah. It's just must have been terrifying for you. I mean, I, and yeah, all those, anytime, yeah, the theme party. It's always so funny, though, when you see somebody show up to a, Theme party, but no one bothered or no, you know what I mean? Yes, and especially thinking of Sarah Paulson, who is just so beautiful, and going up to Matthew Perry, Matthew Perry literally said, I got you, and like held up the paper, and she said, uh, all right, let's kiss, and he was like, no, and walked away. And he left the room. <laughs> and just left. <laughs> and um, I just think it's very, she says, we knew each other a little bit through one of my very best friends in the world, so it was kind of awkward. So fair, but it is just to like, at least talk about it, of like, maybe we probably shouldn't. Right. I don't know. I think I would just like spew at someone for 15 minutes of like, about how I feel about it um, before I said no. And maybe that's a boundaries issue. Who knows? But it's just also Matthew Perry. So God knows what he was going through at this point in his life. I mean, <laughs> Carrie Fisher and Matthew Perry. I mean, these are the poster children for just horrific addictions and yeah, things. So and he also might have just been like, forgot, you know, he was even just at in a space and time. You know what I mean? It also he, definitely could have been. He might have thought he was a paradox at that point. Paradoxes <laughs> don't make out at make out parties. See, so. Covered in, yeah, so dosed up. But they definitely have their orgies in larger, more open and well-ventilated spaces, which is what the New York Health Department is trying to tell everyone to do for our These Streets Will Run White With Come Summer. I think it's so funny. I appreciate the fact that the New York Department of Health is talking about sex practices and how to be a little bit safer after a pandemic. Yeah, they put out... Real weird stuff during the pandemic. I never thought I'd hear the New York Department of Health mentioning rimming, for instance. Yeah. They talked about rimming before. They were like, <laughs> eating ass is good because you're not like putting your faces next to each other. Like in the deep depths of the horrible pandemic, they were like, if you're going to fuck rim like they were they're really pro they bring it up a lot i just love their 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 ideas of what they said i it's because i read this new york post article and i just thought it was funny again i appreciate the fact that they're trying to have a conversation about it but it's like enjoy sex virtually such as video dates sexting sexy zoom parties or chat rooms and you know what i've i've i know that i know a few people that are doing the like jerking off over zoom i think that that is great if that is what you are into but at this t like at this point 
does anyone even want to have a sexy Zoom party? But I do like that they at least said, well, if you're going to have an orgy, just do it in a more well-ventilated space. (laughs) I also like wear a face covering or mask, even during sex. Maybe it's your thing. Maybe it's not. But wearing a face covering over your nose and mouth adds a layer of protection. Uh, that's not you. I, I guess I mean yeah. If you're gonna do like an eyes wide shut, <laughs> yeah, have that. But that's the opposite. I mean, sexy beasts. Yeah, and I was already telling you, Jackie, you gotta beasts. if you want to practice good protocol, you gotta get that wolf mask on, Jeff. The only problem is how much I huff and I puff, right? When I'm when I'm getting it, right? But then you think like, have you burped in your mask yet? Oh, of course. Like I've burped in my mask yeah. in a horrible like after eating like a bunch of popcorn and you're just like hung it Why over. Have I? Yeah. Or hung over after eating Indian food. Yeah. Like, why have I done it? I don't want to smell that. The next day after drinking two bottles of red wine Ooh. and you're like walking to somewhere you don't want to be walking to and you just burp that. Ugh. Oh, God. Especially back into summer, the summer of sex that we're having this year. And yet still with the masks, I don't feel sexy with them on. And I don't feel sexy with them sweat stuck to my face. <laughs> oh, and then also, make it kinky, be creative with sexual positions and physical barriers like walls, i.e. do a glory, glory hole. Put a glory hole in your own house. <laughs> get out, yeah, get out the jigsaw. Just, it's fine. It's sexier this way. Exactly. I'm so scared of the hole, of being hurt through the hole, I think. I've never, that's why I've never been that into Gloria. Like, I, I always, my head goes to the worst possible you know, outcome. Oh, you think someone's going to bite it off? Or like anything. The, or you're thinking like the hole's not sanded well enough? You want it to be a real smooth That too. Smooth yeah, I mean, they, yeah, I want them to put some kind of rubber <laughs> in the inside of it or whatever. But that's the whole point of it is like, rubber then, then you're doing what I was complaining about with uh, opening <laughs> presents with my family on Christmas. Then you're getting too like clinical about it and too boring about it. You yeah. know what I mean? If you have all this setup and everything, it's just like not even good at that point. And then it's like the, the whole point of a glory holes, it's rough and ready and just kind of a nightmare. You know what and I mean? And you, you just happen upon it yeah. as well. Yeah. Right? Aren't you, you supposed s- to happen upon it? It's just rando. And the whole thing, the whole point is it's rando, right? Yes. But again, you put a wall in your house, you know who's S in that D. It's your own W. Yeah. Your own W. It's your own win. W stands for Because that is your championship prize. I guess. If you are a fuckboy for long enough, eventually you get gifted the prize of a human being to own. (laughs) Just like in um, Extreme Sisters, which I know that we don't have a whole lot of time to talk about Extreme Sisters, but I'm just so happy that MJ watched the trailer for Extreme (laughs) Sisters. Hold it. So gross. It's You're so gross. Good. You're gross. I mean, it's just my episode my, it just should be called Jackie's Gross. Because no! it's all about how you want to like suck wolf people's dicks yes! and like Nightcrawler's cock, cock is coming all over Storm's like pussy it. and you love it. And then we're talking about it. Now we've got the glory holes. Now crazy are for glory cum. holes. Ugh. But hold on, they never do anything with each other. Yes, extreme sisters. True. And now hopefully, MJ, that I've I've gotten you to cross over to the dark side because Holden won't watch it. And I'm talking about Extreme Sisters over on TLC, which I watch on my, ooh, the evilest of all the apps, Discovery Plus, where um, it is sisters that are extreme, i.e., i.e., including Anna and Lucy, who are... Um, oh, I believe they're Aussies. Very Aussies. And they share one man, and they're going to share a baby. So essentially, um, then they'll both be the moms. It's like having a sister wife. 
Actually, it is literally <laughs> They go to the bathroom together. They One watches the other shit. That's so gross. And I was just thinking, they were like, if one goes to the bathroom, the other one hangs out in the bathroom. It's like, what about when they're like blasting diarrhea sloppers? I don't want anybody sitting there Watching talking. You. I don't care if they look just like me. Do you think that's grosser, Holden, than having sex yeah, weirdly, with the same yes. man? Weirdly, yes. I, don't, I think being in the room with a sibling while they're taking a dump, it's not ideal, but it's whatever. Being in the same room with them when they're when they had, when think they, about staring at your brother and being like, "Yeah, is it a big slopper today?" He's like, "Oh my god, I'm so hungover." I just shitting at his ass. Or I'm not saying it? I'm gonna do it, but I am saying that these sisters, in the in the interview, describe how if their one man does something to one of them in the bedroom, he has to do something to the other one too. They, he always does the same thing to both of them. And But then at the end, they go, no, but we never touch each other like that. <laughs> it's just like, what is how, I'm sorry, I, I, try, I try not to kink shame, but I do think siblings should not be in the same room having sex together. <laughs> I love it. I love when we try to be PC about stories like this. It's so absurd. It's this guy. I, I, I'm going to say it. It's gross. It's um, gross to have your sibling in the bed with you. Yes. yes. I will say I will. Having I will, a, sexu- a sexual experience together. Yes, I will shame that. I, think that's I don't okay. care if you're not touching right. each other. You are having a sexual experience together. That's gross. Gross. Yeah. yeah. Gross. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think that there's also, it's just like a weird, um, I'm not a doctor, but it comes off very like OCD to me. Like it's very like, if I flip the switch, I have to flip it back. Like, like it's like if one does this, the other does this and, and stuff and it gets really bad. Or something bad will happen. Yeah. And it is, I'm sure it's gotta be. It's got to be right because there's so much of that kind of it seems like there's a lot of like magical thinking happening with the way that they interact with each other and in the world where like it all it has to be the same. (laughs) If it's not the same, then something's off and everything's fucked up. Right. Right, It feels like very kind of OCD ish to me. Um, and then also the part that's the creepiest is if Lucy had a baby, Lucy is the mother. If you had a baby, you're the mother. But then Anna says, Anna disagrees and says, well, both it's mothers. And so <laughs> it's all this talk about how like that's weird to 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 that that's a big red flag for for old loose loose there uh, the, coming the, from the, Anna. The like, like where they say they feel like one person, so I guess they all I try to right. treat them like one person. I mean, you know he's fucking thrilled. He gets two they you know, and they're pretty. I mean, yeah. for sure. They're like Instagram reality pretty, but they're pretty. I you know? do enjoy, though, that a lot of the others, like the other siblings, like a lot of times the partner, like it's just so weird where one of them um, is married in one of the other sister pairings. She's married and her sister isn't, but her sister lives with them. And she constantly like gets into the bed Ugh. and like and, and like her husband will wake up in the morning and her sister is also in the bed with them. And he's like, can you not? I'd really like it if you weren't Ugh. in my bed when I wake up in the morning. And they're like, but we just have to sit <laughs> next to each other. And it's like, I just, I, I mean, I love Henry. 
Um, you imagine Jeff's face if Henry just went, hello. <laughs> yeah. and just like, oh, okay, man. I imagine he's wearing a top hat. Yeah, he's dressed like Mr. Peanut. And was like, Henry, get out of here. Do y'all have that in general? Like, I feel like Lex is way more down to like share a bed with friends or whatever for like, like someone's in town or whatever, her sister even. Like if they're crashing, if she's like in town crashing, they'll just like share the bed. And I'm like, that's so foreign to me. Yeah. I, I, I am such a separate. We even also, with your like, sister? No, we don't even. My, my, we grew up in a family where it's very private. Yeah. We're very clothed. Same. We don't talk about any of these things. And also your bed is your space. Yeah. And no one else. So, but it's hard though, because like growing up, like when we lived in dorms, like when I lived in a dorm in college, you had to get over it because it was like literally people need to sleep on your bed. There's nowhere else. Or like lay on your bed. Right. There's nowhere else. So that kind of broke it. Right. Even now, I'm like, if I ain't stooping you, I don't really want you in my bed. Yeah, yeah. yeah totally. I also don't like. I I feel like I got to college and I opened my mind and I was like, ooh, you can just share a bed with a friend. But I still, it still feels very intimate. And I like will suggest like, should we sleep head to toe yeah. like a fucking prude? But, <laughs> but I'm just like, it feel especially if it's like, yeah, it's it it it's. And I think that maybe like sisters have something special where they're, I feel like a lot of sisters just like pile into bed together. And I think that's cute. And I, I kind of hope that my two kids have that. Yeah. There's something like, sweet a more about physical it. relationship with each other. Yeah. 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 There's something that speaks towards like the opposite of my family that feels very closed off intimate intimacy wise. Yes, right. So right. I admire it in, a, yes. in certain ways, but I'm also like, I am also like, uh, like, oh, is is are people coming in to stay in our apartment? Like, I may get a hotel. <laughs> like, I, no I joke. Like, I just understand. need my space at this point. I like Lexi can be all up in it all the time, but uh, that's that's the one person who got the golden ticket to uh, always be up in it. My bestie and I will do it every once in a while. Yeah, but even that makes we sense. will put like pillows in between. Us. <laughs> like it still is because it's like we'll do it if we're hammered. Like, yeah, Madeline yeah, and I will yeah. do it if we're hammered, but we will always have pillows. But it's mostly just because, like, man, I'm a grippist. You get close to me, I'm gonna be on you. Yeah. I'm, I'm wrapped around. Yeah, that's what I'm. Af- I'm afraid I'm gonna cuddle you. Yeah. Like, like I a couple of years ago, I shared a bed with a guy friend because we were all like, there was like eight of us sleeping in a basement on a trip, and I was like, yeah, whatever, let's share a bed. But I was like, let's do head to toe because, and it wasn't because I was like, oh, we can't sleep vertically next to each other. But I was like, I'm gonna roll over and forget that you're not Gideon and like spoon and you. grab on you. That's <laughs> what. And that is really what the issue is because I, 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 I'm a grabber. When it comes to buying your first home, everyone has questions can we even afford to buy a house right now well i need to negotiate how do i even negotiate luckily a remax agent has answers hey brian those are really good questions they are thanks it's my first time buying i work with first-time buyers all the time i got you remax agents have more experience than other real estate agents visit remax.com or download the remax app to find the right agent the right agent can lead the way each office independently owned and operated Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Well, I gotta say, I didn't even realize we really need to get to the celebrity we conspiracy. Do. Yes! <laughs> Give me the share. Do, do you, you believe, believe it? it? 
Is the band Ace of Base a bunch of Nazis? Oh, no. <laughs> no, not at all. This is very, I'm going to go in premises. This is very KKK princess, okay? Oh, okay, So just okay, right. follow along with me, all right? It's a little it's a little more extreme than that, but but it's kind of has it's actually maybe a positive thing. This one comes in from Victoria, by the way, who says, Hello Holden. So for background, I work on a food truck and I'm 24. My boss is 35, so he knows a little more about 90s culture and music than I do. The other day I was listening to a last podcast episode on the truck and they mentioned something about Ace of Base. My boss out of nowhere says the founder was a Nazi, and the song I saw the sign was about him leaving the Nazis. But they're probably all Nazis. And I was like, What? What a celebrity conspiracy handed right to me. In the most recent episode, you said you were getting low on conspiracies, so I figured the timing couldn't be better. Oh my God, you made my Monday so much easier because you sent this in. I hope it makes it in. It did. So this is from the blog post that she linked that had the most concise explanation. Um, The Sign is one of those 90s pop songs that seems simple enough. A girl sings that she saw this quote, saw the sign, and opened up her eyes. And she leads the person. I saw the sign. Yeah, yeah. And she le- Did you want it? Did you, is that what you wanted? I love it. Well, actually, that is good because maybe some of our younger listeners, I, I would hate to say this, but might not know that song. So it's good <laughs> that you guys sang a little bit of it. And she leaves the person who is suggested to be a bad influence on the main character. It's assumed to be a song about relationship red flags, but is it? Apparently, Ace and Base member Ulf uh, Ekberg, in his youth, was a sympathizer of anti-immigration groups and even did for a little while, apparently, allegedly, I should say, I guess. I don't want to implicate anybody here because it could be way wrong. This is some rando's blog, bro. All right? (laughs) None of this could be real at all. Apparently, though, he even played in a neo-Nazi band for a little while and later publicly stated that he regrets this time in his life, that he, you know, he reformed, he changed. I mean, I think that's that's okay. Actually... That is why the sign is hypothesized to be about leaving the Nazi life behind. Here's some lyrical examples. I got a new life. You would hardly recognize me. I'm so glad. Okay, there's one. Here's another one. Is enough enough? (laughs) Fool, that's from the song. Fool is fool is actually often a term used by anti-immigration groups to imply the country is full. Mm. Is enough enough could be a play on words by throwing the racist words back at the racist. Here we go. Life is demanding without understanding. Instead of understanding for the main character, this could be understanding for immigrants, other people, that it's too (laughs) demanding to hate on people all the time. That's my favorite lyrical citation. I love it. It's like the most famous line from the song. Be like, what if it's about racism? This is the conspiracy (laughs) theory version of what I was talking about, how I love when really, really, really ridiculous, like, dressed people are taking something really seriously. This (laughs) is like that version of that, like the music version. No one's going to drag you up to get into the light where you belong. But where do you belong? Note that this is aimed at you, not I. No one is going to put you in the spotlight where you think you belong. But does this other person belong there? The question mark seems to say, no, I doubt you do. Um, uh, There's one little piece of evidence against this being about leaving the Nazis. Uh, Ulf didn't write the song. His bandmate, Jonas Joker, Bergeron wrote it, but also they're not even using the best, the most, the most appropriate lyric, which is "How could a person like you bring me joy?" Ah, which would also be a good, you know, if you fell in love with a Nazi, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And and that one line where it's like the man whose name starts with a capital H Whoa. is not the man is the eye of the deceiver, which is a good one as well. Also from Victoria. Also, P.S. In early conspiracy uh, conspiracy corner days, I sent a conspiracy about Britney Spears being decapitated and replaced. And Jackie said she would do research and get back with her thought, but she never came back with an answer, and it haunts me to this day. Hope to get some clarity. Also, tell MJ. <laughs> Have you been watching the videos that Britney keeps posting? Oh I mean, it has God. to be. True. <laughs> It's got to be true. I've just been like, mum's the word about Britney Spears since we did that three-parter on her because it was so harrowing. I feel like it's like calling a ghost into your life. Oh, I still follow it. I read absolutely everything that comes out and I'm like, Jackie, nobody cares. Stop talking about Britney Spears. And I'm like, just like fervently read about it probably every other day with this conservatorship still happening. But uh, there are always blinds. Yes. There are always blinds about Britney every single week. I obviously never use them. Um, uh, and lastly, also tell MJ congrats on their affirmation surgery and tell Jackie I am going to be sending her a handcrafted Garfield wedding present soon. And I can't wait for Lil Spookers to be here. Love oh you all, God. Vic. Thank you, Vic. Please, I really can't appreciate wait. It. Oh, man. All right, there you go. Do you believe? I want to believe. I've actually heard of this before. So it is not the most, like, I don't know if that makes me believe it more or not, but I have heard it. Uh, the lyrical citations make me less wanting to believe because it's just like, how could you do a lyrical analysis if I saw the sign? The lyrics are so dumb. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm gonna go ahead and say I I'm gonna go ahead and say I believe because I have heard it from several different sources and Whoa. that means it must be true. There you go. I believe too. There it is. I believe as well. Great. All right. Well, they're Nazis, <laughs> and that's how that's how easy it is. I was convinced neither of you would say. You believe, but okay, there it is. There you have it. I guess it's true. Yeah, McCarthyism has come back. <laughs> and I and they are Nazis and I am scared of them. Oh, <laughs> uh, I saw the sign too, and I guess it twisted into a swasta sign. <laughs> and uh, but before I make up more words, we're gonna have their shout outs. Shout, 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 yes. Let it all out. I will. These are the things that you wrote it about. Come, come on. We'll read them to you. Come, Come on. on. Yesterday was Meredith's birthday and it was late. We're late in recording the episode the day after. And I just want to say, Meredith, thank you so much. And happy 36th birthday. And I'm sorry that we were late in getting you your birthday shout out. But I just want to say, I do my hair toss, check my nails. Baby, how you feeling? Feeling happy birthday. <laughs> because Meredith needs a little bit more Lizzo in their life. I also want to say, and thank you so much for saying all the beautiful things that you said. I want to give a shout out and a birthday shout out to Veronica and Gomez. It's not Gomez's birthday. Gomez is a little baby Boston Terrier. But Veronica is having a bit of a time right now and also having a birthday in the middle of all of it. And I just want you to remember that you're going to make it through. We love you so much and happy, happy, happy birthday on the 26th. Oh my God, there's so many. Is it? We're in cancer season, aren't we? We mm. are. Mm. Oh, welcome to cancer season, everybody. <laughs> Get scared. I'm scared of cancers. Am I allowed to say that? Yes. Um, I think, but also I think a lot of the cancers in my life are in, in like very strong, important people, but I mean that like out of respect and fear. <laughs> and uh, yep I'm being open about it but uh, there's another cancer in our life and this cancer's name is Avari 
Avari, I just want to say happy birthday. Your sister wrote in and said, my little sister is a religious listener to page seven and it's her birthday. We had a rocky time growing up and when I was at the worst depths of my addiction, she was the one who stood by me through it all. She's an outdoor educator, a mental health first aid responder, an adventurer and the effing coolest person I know. And she recently accepted her dream job in Greece. It's her birthday on the 27th of June. And I think the only thing that could top her getting the job of her dreams is hearing a shout out from the page seven crew. Avari, I love you endlessly. You are my role model, my best friend and my hero. I'm so proud of the person you've become and the person you're on your way to being. Stop. I'm a person in tears. <laughs> oh my God. MJ, imagine Freddie writing this about Zelda. Does uh, it make you want to burst into tears? That does make me want to burst into tears. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Someday they're going to love each other. But first, you just got to get through like 15 more years of them ripping each other apart. <laughs> uh, but we don't need to think about all of that. What we do need to think about is Lisa who's turning 33 on July 23rd. Because your husband wrote in who sent us pictures of, so Lisa re-inks dice to make them like the, um, what do you call them? The D&D dice. Holden? Uh, 20-sided die? Yeah, the 20-sided die. And so she makes these like really cool, different, awesome colored ones. And Lisa, Mike sent us some of the pictures of your work and it's absolutely amazing. And I hope you have such an amazing birthday. And there is another birthday shout out going out to one of... Andy's best friends, who also said sorry, Holden, so I'm assuming it's a partner, Gabe <laughs> Martinez. Gabe, I want to congratulate you on getting your movie into the Chattanooga Film Festival. More importantly, I want to thank you for making me get off my butt and start our own podcast together. We were inspired greatly by many of the last podcast network. Making Who Let You Watch That has been some of the most fun I've had in years, and I can't thank you enough. So check out Who Let You Watch That wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> and I want to give a wonderful happy birthday shout out to Sarah Henry, whose birthday is on June 28th, whose partner is giving you an amazing birthday shout out. Your shows provide us with endless entertainment and always keep us laughing, whether it's on long road trips or stuck at home due to plagues. She loves page seven. And more than once, I've been trying to sleep when I overhear my wife's drunk, hysterical laughter because <laughs> she's watching a page seven Twilight Twitch stream. We love you so much, Sarah. Thank you so much for watching. I hope you have an awesome birthday. We've got more, but so many, so many birthdays. But this actually is not a birthday. This comes out from Krisha, who I need you to know, MJ, because this is a great idea. MJ, they had a great idea for you for a tattoo Ooh. because you've talked about having a Lisa Simpson tattoo, mm -hmm. but their idea was you having a Lisa Simpson tattoo, but wearing clothes in the style of Bart. I'm no artist, but I just thought it would be perfect for you and be a nice cherry on top of your transition. I love that idea. Which is also a lot. I, I immediately was like, oh, that is a great idea. Thank you so much, Krisha. And I want to give a shout out to our girl, Rachel. If you are a single man, preferably 6'7", but light drinker, <laughs> send them to Rachel. Rachel is recently broken up with. And so if you are one, if you are a 6'7", but light drinker, 
and an LPN enthusiast hit us up over, yeah, we're making matches come to They gotta life. be out there. Because Rachel turned 30 this March, and this, what a time to start their 30s, where everything's kind of falling apart, but again, that's when my fucking life fell apart, and I'm the best I've ever fucking been. So hit us up if you, um, you know, let's make some matches come <laughs> to life. And one more goes out to Rob's wife, Tiffany, whose birthday is on June 29th. Rob and Tiffany came out to our Milwaukee show and brought me this Angela tote from 90 Day Fiance that it is my favorite tote. I use it all the time. And I just want to say thank you guys so much. They were so amazing. I ended up talking to them for such a long time. And... Uh, Rob says about you, she is the best fucking wife and mom, and she just quit her shitty ass job to find some happiness. Congratulations. Happy birthday. This has been your shout outs, and I feel great about it. Woo! <laughs> is it time for the list? Uh, yes, it does. Oh, who's on the list? Jackie, gotta have that list. Oh, we got a fun one today. It is 15 Weird Ways Celebrity Couples Met. Um, some of these I just, I was very excited about. Did you know that Sir Michael Caine met his wife by stalking her after he saw her in a commercial? That's sweet. Shakira Kane was in a 1971 coffee ad and Sir Michael was so entranced, he was willing to go anywhere to meet her. Luckily, she was in London too. Can you imagine mm. having the power to look at something and be like, I must find her. And I imagine every night he says, what is it? The princes of England, <laughs> oh, little orphans. Um, she might not be an orphan, but I imagine that he does the um, spiel from, ooh, Cider House Rules. Cider House Rules, called? very good. Very good. Stocking's not ever okay, but for some reason, Michael Caine can just make it seem so sweet. Michael Caine. Yeah, when you know, if you're handsome and... Very talented and successful. Whoa, Alfie? No, nobody wants to bang Alfie. Yeah. (laughs) Did you know that Lin-Manuel Miranda and his wife were brought together by Grand Theft Auto? That's fine. When they were standing outside after a hip-hop show that he had invited her to. That's such a weird general. Oh. Was it a hip hopist that they happened to? <laughs> what if it was just Freestyle Love Supreme, actually, probably? <laughs> and she said the traffic was like in GTA, which sealed the deal for him. And I think it is actually kind of cute being after a concert, making a joke like that to nobody, and then you hearing him being like, that's a fun thing to say. And I think it's kind of cute. That's cute. right. Because you're like, oh, Gamer Girl. Uh, uh-oh, hashtag Nerd Girl. Nerd Girl alert. <laughs> um, well, Buddy Holly asked his wife out the first time he saw her and soon proposed. She was a receptionist at a music publishing company, and Holly walked in and asked her out. She agreed, and on the date, he proposed. She agreed again. Aww. You know, sometimes you got to shoot your shot, and sometimes that shot gets taken, and then you get married. <laughs> and um, hopefully it worked out well for them. Maybe it didn't. All I can think of is Gary Busey, and I know that Buddy Holly is not Gary Busey, but I can't. Um, then the two shall never be ripped <laughs> apart. Well, Elon Musk. Elon Musk! Elon Musk met Grimes thanks to a Google search he did for a tweet. He wanted to tweet a pun about Rococo Basilisk, you know, like you do. So he Googled for Basilisk pictures and came across a Grimes music video where she dressed up like a Rococo Basilisk. There you go. Man, what a weird match made in Mars. 
that they found each other. (laughs) It is. Match made in Mars. Oh, and here we have Jerry Lee Lewis. Uh, It was uh, his cousin. Yeah, I mean, Uh, it's easy. Sometimes you just gotta go to a reunion. (laughs) (laughs) And sometimes you just gotta steal something from the grocery store, like when Dog the Bounty Hunter and his wife met because she shoplifted a lemon. (laughs) He posted her bond, and eventually they started dating. They got married 20 years later in 2006. And then he left her. He was cheating on her while she was dying. I don't follow closely about Dog the Bounty Hunter. I haven't read the books. I don't know why I am weirdly obsessed with Dog the Bounty Hunter and he's a piece of trash. <laughs> that's why I don't talk about him on the show. Wait, that's kind of crazy. Sorry to jump ahead. Jerry, Jerry Seinfeld, when he met his wife, she was already engaged to another guy. Wasn't she also 17? Yeah, I thought his wife was famously Super young when they first adult. started seeing each other. She was already engaged? Where are the parents? <laughs> <laughs> I want to say it was a different time, but I feel like I guess he is old in my brain. I'm like, Jerry Seinfeld's young. Yeah, no, no. He was, he was like in his 30s. When he was married to this young yuggy. Oh, yuck and a half. Big well, yuck. I guess she was already fucking a gadget to somebody else. Man, hit the, hit the ground running, I guess. No one, man, I had to wait a long time to beg somebody to marry me. But that's fine. <laughs> Still hasn't even technically happened yet. Right. <laughs> and, um, Alan Alda and his wife met when they ate rum cake from the floor at a dinner party. The cake fell to the floor. Nobody wanted to eat it except for the two of them. What a deeply Alan Alda way to meet his wife. That's so sweet. I love Alan Alda. Oh my God. Have you ever seen the movie Same Time Next Year? No. That is what, that's like one of my mom's favorite movies. And it's weird because Holden said the phrase Bridges of Madison County earlier. And Same Time Next Year is this amazing movie. And it is Alan Alda and Ellen Burstyn, and they meet. They have a they have an affair one day, like one weekend every year, almost their entire lives. And they like know all about each other's families, and and it is just the one weekend that they have, and they go and they love each other, but it's a different kind of love, and they get older, and it's all. It's fucking great. But <laughs> sorry, I will just round this out that Kate Winslet met her husband during a house fire in the Caribbean. Very nice. She was staying at a house owned by Richard Branson that caught fire in the middle of the night. And in the chaos, she met Branson's nephew, Ned Rock and Roll. <laughs> Is that his real name? That can't be his real name, Red Ned Rock and Roll. <laughs> well, now I gotta look up Ned Rock and Roll. That's all on my list, but I'm, I'm looking up Ned Rock and Roll. And that's all my eyes. I don't think I can see. I think I'm going blind. blind. Items. Oh, we can't, can't see, see him. him. All right, here we go. I'm trying to up my blind game here by throwing in some little context clues in some of these more ambiguous ones, so I don't okay. have to like follow up with more hints. Let's see if you can get it. <laughs> This A-list, mostly movie actress who is an Oscar winner and a real bombshell that used to be a young adult told a story about how this A-plus list, mostly movie actor that likes milk kept telling her during sex how much he wanted to use her body as an ashtray. Oh my God, Charlize (laughs) Theron, how could you ever fucking do that? And who, what about the other ones? Well, the the only context clue was uh, an actor that likes milk. Who's the aunt? Is it Sean, Sean Penn? Penn? Yeah. Oh, that makes so much Quan. sense. Because, oh, that fucking bastard. That was <laughs> the le- like. I just remember watching. I don't know. It was an interview reading this article when Charlize Theron was. Um, he Sean Penn hit her, and she she was like, I looked him dead in the eyes and was like, You're never gonna fucking touch me ever again, and walked out. And wow. then it was done. Wow. And it was just like, 
I'm so I'm so respect Charlie Theron for many many things, but fucking man, that is difficult to do, and that is very very scary. Man, wow. he was like an Damn. ashtray. Ugh. What else we got? Okay, here. This doesn't have any context clues, but I should put something in there. Uh, there is a deep fake sex tape of this teen A-list singer. She knows it exists. They will use it against her to get her to bend to their will. A deep fake, so not real. I brought this up because I just realized this will start happening. Oh, that's so weird. Right? Where, where it could be um, th- this person, she just put some new music out. She's got an album coming out really Is soon. Is it Billie Eilish? Yes, queen. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. But also, that's horrible. Like, I know. And I, just, also- I, I included this blind just for, uh, for a topic of discussion. Like, that's totally something now, now that deep fake is getting so much better there. I think we're going to start having like, is this a real sex tape? Like oh, left and right. That's weird. a nightmare. Yeah. That's so disgusting. Like, it's re- Ugh. and then also what do they do? Like, what do the, but like, what, like what do our people do about that? Do you have to like pay this person off? Do you have to like, I don't understand like what then what's next right. after something like that? Right. Yeah. How do you prove that it's fake? Right. Yeah, right? And exactly. how and I don't even know how you would prove you, that. It's I, fake. How would you? There you, there would always probably just be speculation. Man. Either way. Yeah. Here's the final one. You're gonna get it immediately, but it's just more of a let's talk about it for two seconds before we close out. This singer has won many, many awards. He is A-list. He also talked to a divorce lawyer on the phone on Thursday. His model wifey, who loves food so much, <gasps> has been having lawyer? a rough time as of late. No! No! <laughs> no, John Legend and Chrissy get... Teigen, no! But they love each other so much. I mean, I feel like whether it's true or not, this blind would inevitably exist after everything that's been happening lately. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, So it could go either way in terms of the truth of this. I feel like this blind has to exist after everything that went down with Chrissy Teigen and how John Legend's really kind of tried to like be supportive, but hasn't really been like super coming out swinging for Chrissy. You know what I mean? I think he's trying to hope, hope it dies down or maybe just gets out of this thing because it just got way out of control. When your brand is like, I'm the nicest guy. And then your wife is like fun, sassy. Like she's, so makes fun of people, but then it turns out to be like she's actually a bully. Yeah, well, it's like a it's like a tough rebrand, you know, yeah. because it was kind of working for them. Like he's so nice and plain, and she's so funny, and now it's like it turns out she's actually mm-hmm. kind of mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. man. Well, you know, I don't want them to divorce. Yeah, but me it is neither. Juicy, but it is juicy. So I had to include it. Also, just so you know, um. Ned Rock and Roll changed his name back from Rock and Roll back to Smith um, because God. Kate Winslet was like, I can't handle this anymore. <laughs> she literally said, I fill out forms and I have to write down your name. And she's like, I can't. I can't Can you just? Anymore. And he's like, yes, I'll change it back. That's great. So, well, that's you do anything for Kate Winslet because God, she's the hottest woman. Oh, my God. Have you watched Mirror of Easttown? Yes, oh! I have. Oh! I, every week so I'm like, I've watched Mirror of Easttown and she's so hot. <laughs> yeah. She's just so, so she kills hot. It. You it's can't even fair. make her look look dowdy at all. I know. I They're like, oh, her. look at her unkempt hair and appearance. And I'm like, Ooh. yes, please. <laughs> love her. Well, there you go. Um, and I love to look great. at her because I can see again. Oh, those blind back. items are done. Uh, and that's our show. We did it. Yay. Thank you guys so much for joining us. I had a great time today, and I'm all smiles, and I hope that you are too. My name is Jackie Zabrowski. You can follow me on Jack. Ha <laughs> ha. 
You can follow me on Instagram at jackthatworm. Jack.com slash Jackie. And you can also come check out my new Twitch channel, Tuesdays and Thursdays. I've got a show coming out if you're listening to this on Thursday. Tonight it is at 5 p.m. slash 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Twitch.tv forward slash oh no, it's Jackie. We're talking fashion with a personal stylist. And Lisa Rose has met and worked with both Holden and MJ and I on our fashion. And we're going to talk fashion. You should come join us. All right. There you have it. Uh, thank you so much. My name's Holden. I'm releasing an album tomorrow. It's called Right By Me. And um, it's about just me sort of making my statement about Ariana Grande. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, check that out. That's on Not Spotify, which is a new sort of Spotify that I made up Ooh, in my I head. Like Twitch.tv forts. <laughs> Notify. It's on Notify. Uh, Twitch.tv forward slash Holdenators Ho. You know, Monday, Tuesday, Friday. Um, I'm always doing it. It's always there. It's always happening. Um, thanks to everybody who's reached out around the baby shower and everything and, and did stuff in the registry and stuff. I guess I'll say that on here as well because that's been like huge. And uh, yeah, we love it. Patreon.com forward slash page seven podcast. That email page, the number seven podcast at gmail.com. Please. I really, really use those blinds, those those uh, conspiracy theories. So keep them coming. Thank you so much, y'all. And I'm MJ and I'm MJKLcat on Instagram. Love you guys. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you soon. Bye, Bye. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors, you can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. When it comes to listing your home for sale, everyone and their mom has advice. Oh, honey, who's going to want to buy this place on a cul-de-sac? It's literally a dead end. But for professional advice, a REMAX agent actually knows best. Let's start with a neighborhood analysis. I've been seeing lots of buyers looking to move here. REMAX is the most trusted name in real estate. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Based on 2022 Brand Spark American Trust Study. Each office independently owned and operated. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.